said, though, there's another there's another issue at hand which you kind of alluded to before about how women are making more. We're seeing a lot more women making more. And if we even want to be a bit more specific, we are beginning in the black community, we are seeing that um, black women are graduating more. Mm-hmm. They are graduating with better degrees Mm -hmm. and then they're getting better jobs Mm -hmm. and then they're getting better salaries. So do you feel, do you feel like the pressure is on men right now to just be able to survive? Or do you feel like the pressure a lot of men are feeling in terms of the world of work is based on the fact that women are becoming more successful. So they are trying to climb the ladder to fight to get to where they see women are um, right now. Bearing in mind, we've been, you know, we've been in a society where generally men, on average, make more than women. Mm-hmm. So, but now the landscape is changing where women are actually, they're, Definitely they're in the shifting black community. the narrative. I, yeah. I can't really speak on any other community. Yeah. I just simply just don't know enough people. Yeah. <laughs> so my, my sample can never be high enough. But definitely in the black community, what you're saying is 100% the case. And I think men are feeling the pressure to right. basically pattern up because women are doing better than them. Right. Having said that, I do think that there are certain factors that we need to consider. Okay. So like it's a confidence, especially black boys that grew up in inner city London. Yeah. You have to consider the confidence. If you've constantly been told you're not going to amount to anything. Yeah. That like, if also if you're, home life and your family situation if you come from a family that is like poor or doesn't have the social status that creates a very difficult environment to even want to study in right and you have to consider lots of different factors that affect the current outcomes yeah so i when i say what i'm saying as much as it's the facts it's not to be harsh because i recognize that there are also some other factors to why we're in the predicament that we're in which other races don't struggle with yeah so but then at the same time no one should remain a victim of their circumstances right so i can kind of see both sides i haven't really answered your question it's not really it's not really helped to be honest i've kind of sat on the fence a little bit (laughs) so i have another question then do you think that a lot of black men are fearful of becoming domesticated because at some point you're looking and you're like, okay, because this is not this is not a good enough sample. But you, you hear a lot of the time where, you know, a lot of women are making more and they're making a considerable amount mm. more than maybe they're the person that they're in a relationship with, and the man is probably maybe trying to pursue a music career. <laughs> exactly. I didn't want to do the cliche, but I just used that right. He's trying That's to pursue a lovely. music career, right? And he's not making much. It's gig life at the moment. But, you know, his baby's making a considerable amount amount more. And it's kind of like we're living from her. I'm not really bringing anything in. Do, do you feel the same or do you think or have, do you feel the same? Do you see the same? Do you think different? What? You see, yeah. Do you know much? Have you heard about these stories? Yeah, or I have. I I've heard about these stories. In fact, I was even talking to one of my friends about this today. Okay. Because de- we were having a conversation about, like, levelling up. Yeah. And she was kind of like, ah, 
how much can I really level up? Because I don't want the disparity between my, my husband and I to be too big. To be too big. But then at the same time, I shouldn't have to shrink myself feel way, yeah. and feel that way. Especially when like the economy is the way it is. I just got to do what I got to do. Yeah. I was literally having this exact same conversation with somebody just today. And I was just like, oh, it is what it is. But some, it's, it's men. Some men have egos. That's the problem. Because I think ordinarily women wouldn't care. At the end of the day, our money is, my money is our money. Yeah. But it's the hey. ego of okay, men. Let's, let's talk about that. No, feeling like. Yeah, okay. Well, it's a bit of both. Because then you see people like, like what Ashley Louise tweeted. And she was just like, she then followed up with some of you lot are going 50-50 with certain men. And it's not my fault type of situation. So yeah. that means men have to provide and stuff like that. Yeah. But the reality is, first of all, if you're, if you're a lawyer... And you're, married, and you're married to a teacher. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Nah, teachers are taking... No. You have to say something. Else. You have no, to say the reason I'm using teachers is because it's a very clear example of a group of people that are very underpaid and we know okay. this. That's why okay. they're striking. So I'm just going to save... Okay, I'm so why, why didn't you say doctors then? Doctors are underpaid. Because it depends on... The, that's junior doctors, but surgeons are largely not underpaid. So that's... So, <laughs> Okay, let's say, train, let me say train drivers. Level, like if you're, huh? Train drivers then. Okay. Or nurses. Yeah, no. Nurses. Okay, nurses. Bag? Nurse, yeah, but they're always striking because they clearly want more money. Yeah, because obviously the hours that they work and stuff like that, but they make a decent bag. No, but drivers. genuinely, teachers are like criminally underpaid and we all know this. Okay, that so that's why it's a very that. easy example. No, you use. know what? People that work for charities, that is, that's different. Youth workers, But I feel for like example. the reason that people have less... Sympathy for charity workers. Oh God, forgive me. Yeah, I know. But I, it's, say it's because it's because one of those things. I want, I want like... people to flog you afterwards. <laughs> no, but Christian, I feel like it's one of those industries. Say, yeah. No, I know where you're coming from. Yeah. But at the same time, I feel like no, realistically, you don't go into charity work for the money. You go into it for the passion. No, I'm sorry. That is, <laughs> that's a how love a take. I'm sorry. <laughs> so people that no wait no so hold up hold up yeah so people are like. We're seeing issues on the streets. Be, I'm not saying you shouldn't be paying a, paying a fair living wage. No, 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 no. Uh, there's know. no way I'm accepting that passion talk. There's no way. So the police can't solve the issue on the streets. Someone is dedicating their life to solve a problem, i.e. Um, uh, people that are young young kids that are, are, are being sucked into county lines. You're telling me that should, that's oh, a passion man. job. It is though because we God know Almighty, that nah. it's got a very limited... I want you guys to no, flog Orin. No, that, yeah, I'm sorry. That's a howl of a take. People... No, hold on. The work that it, you, them men are doing is so valuable. I'm not taking that away from them. But what I'm saying is, you know that that is a long slog of a job. It's very thankless because the people themselves don't respect you when you go there on a day So what about basis. doctors? So what about doctors? So what about lawyers? What about the, 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 the these people that are earning the top top? What about they're passionate about they're passionate <laughs> Most about defending lawyers people? Are not passionate about a damn thing but the money. Let's be honest. So that's like people go like there's that's what I'm saying there's careers that you know people choose for the money and then there's careers that you know people choose for the passion. Sometimes yes. they okay, can man, meet man. each other and you get a happy medium. Yeah. But realistically speaking, there's very few lawyers that are in it because they love it and there's very few people that are in youth work because of the money. That's I find, just the I find it very hard for you to, to dedicate X amount of years to just reading about laws and da da da. I, I can understand that people recognise it's a lucrative field and so do it because they know at the end, at least there's there's some gold at the end of the tunnel. But in general, like, same with doctors. There's no way I'm studying about... Doctors is different. I'm most, a lot Because I feel like a lot of doctors are genuinely passionate about it. 
but but they general the the ones are not the junior doctors, but the ones who are consultants, surgeons, X, Y, and Z, dentists. They generally I do think that they enjoyed that work. Yeah, they enjoy it, but at the same time, they're also getting paid accordingly. Also true. Yes. So the people the people that work in the city as well, like you like money, you like the idea. Most of bank, people hate their the, jobs and they don't enjoy it. They just like the money and they're they're wedded to the money and it's like you're too far gone. That's the honest truth. As somebody who works in the city, yeah. And me myself, I'm a failed failed lawyer because I studied law yeah. and I was going to practice. So I know. So why did why did you study law? because at the time, yeah. obviously that was a passion thing. I was yeah. I was even thinking, let me do human rights. And the reality was like, oh, my money have to make. Okay, so no, said, no, 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 wait, wait, wait. I said, let me go and do this corporate law thing. And then I got there and I was like, mm, I can't, I can't, like, I don't love money that much. And so, so no, <laughs> and but you st- it. it started off <clears throat> as a passion thing. It did, to be fair. Right, so that's, so that's, so people go in, a, a lot of people generally, aside from, you know, mom and dad pressured me into X, Y, and Z, a lot of people tend to kind of go down maybe in terms of study anyway, a route that, uh, or a course that maybe they have some sort of passion interest for, in exactly. or passion That's for, what I'm right? Saying, like charity workers, yeah. most people do not do it for the money. They do it for the passion. It's the honest truth. No, but but if I go and start, I study sociology, the, the, I study the social care, I study match, youth, yeah. But the truth is most people are doing it for the passion. Yeah, it's a, it's a passion, it's a passion thing, but why for for the work that they do because we were talking about teachers you made a point about teachers and I think they should 100% be paid way more than right. they so, and that's and then I said charity workers because I felt like you were getting because onto of the teachers industry, I didn't know it's charity it won't even, they can't be giving you lot big money okay. when you're out there getting begging for money in so, terms so of how co- so how like, come so how come their CEOs i.e. for example how, how come the CEO um, of um, let me use Oxfam for example. But that CEO, why is the CEO of, he's of Oxfam still making less of... money than he would be making? He or she would be making if they went to go and be CEO of like I don't know, like a like a proper like a corporation. A no, big, but like you didn't Amazon. let you didn't let me land with the salary. Do you know how the, much? Yeah, they you... all they do make six figures. I'm not gonna lie. The, the, they the, will easily the CEO of of Oxfam makes over a million. Yeah, so it's even more. That's 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 <laughs> what that's why I said. Let me Either land. Way, that's a, no, but no, because you were trying to say oh, because corporate. The CEO of Oxfam makes over a million in salary. But he would be making more money if he was working for Amazon, and that's just to be a billionaire. But how how many Amazons are there? The point is that you run a charity, you earn over a million in salary. The I don't know if this is wisdom to say, but okay, I have worked for charities. I've worked for many charities, right? Whether voluntary work or I've offered my services, I say services, different services to charities where the CEOs, the CIOs, the COOs, they are on six-figure salaries, 100K, 200K. The most recent one, nearly um, a third of a million, 333,000 right for charities and you look at people who are on the ground doing doing the work on the streets or in the communities or in prisons x y and z how much are they making 10 pounds an hour there's no excuse you can't but say it's a passion every, no, thing but that's in when, every organization you, you're not going to match the ceo salary unless you're doing that job no okay but what i'm fine. saying is that no, the no, charity wait, wait. sector is a sector that is grossly Un- underpaid for obvious reasons. It's not. No, no, every, it's not. It's not, not obvious. For profit, it's not, you're going huh? out asking people to give you money, right? Out of the goodness of their heart, what? you no. have to show that you're being uh, studious with the resources. You can't now be. Do you know why it's, it's not for profit? Because they are trying to tackle issues. Which no one I agree else, with. No Nobody's, one else is. It's I'm just not like te- is, no, I'm not I'll bring it. I'll bring it back to teachers. It's just like that. If te- teachers are not doing it for teachers are not necessarily doing it for profit. That's right? what I just. 
that's the only thing no, I said. But I and said, you're saying no, I said, no. You now said the same I thing. I said, no, I'm no, no, no. I wasn't. I wasn't. I wasn't necessarily cancelling your point. Apart from some. Apart from the points that you're making about. I oh, they're only doing it for go, passion. They like ninety percent of the time. That's why you're doing the job because you like it. They yes, they like it's it. But that doesn't. Money. That doesn't. If you wanted more money, be doing something else. No, but it's. It doesn't. Why does it have to be about money? But if I'm trying to solve an issue, the way I see, okay, uh, maybe I'm a bit passionate about this because I actually want to see reform in the third sector and charity sector. Because that, I'm telling you now, they can never. Let me say, they can never be reform in the charity sector. Why? Because, like I said, it's a charity. The charity is run by other people's money who have given that money out of the goodness of their heart because that's what they've got left over. So right. as a charity, you have to show that you're studious with the little resources that, unless you get like. Unless you're getting billions and billions all the time. As yeah. a charity, because you rely on the goodness of other people's hearts, yeah. you have to show that you're being studious with the money that you're getting. Yeah. So you can't now be like blowing it about having expensive parties all the time. Because people are going to look at you like, uh-uh, me, that, that saved and scripts, so I can give you something small because I recognise what you're doing is good. Yeah. And this is how you're blowing my money. Like, I could have used that money to go on holiday. Yeah. So, like, by definition of charities, they can never pay a lot of money like that. You're always going to be making more money doing the same job elsewhere because they can't, they just can't, they have to justify their resources. Charity, charity I, I, I agree, but I think that the example that I use is, is an extreme though. It's, <laughs> it's an extreme. Not. About the blowing, about the blowing thing. I think that's... When I been... say blow, but they have to show that they're being, like, studious with their resources. No, but that's that's on the basis that they even get from people. You have to understand people that do a lot of charitable organizations or charities. A lot of them, the way they even started their inception was they were doing the work even before people gave. But because they're doing the work and people see value in the work that they've done, people give. But exactly. But now people are, these these companies they don't they get um, tax grants because they're charities. Yeah. So on top of that, you're not paying taxes. Yeah. You're getting money from the goodness of people's hearts. Yeah. And now you want to be blowing your money there, giving people like six million back. No, but no, but nobody the, who works for a charity is ever going to get paid like the same amount as um, the private sector. The work it the, would be it would be wrong. The examples the examples that you're using, like like there's for for every Oxfam and for every Christian Aid and for every um, cancer research and Macmillan Trust, there are a hundred or several hundred charities that are not in the position they're in. They're literally relying on grants from BBC Children Agreed. in Need or exactly. this, that and the third because <clears throat> everything they're doing, they have, they're, they're running on fumes. So they're really doing the work and they're relying on the kindness of people and anyone that can give. If people can't give, then they rely on these people who give grants and that's how they fund a lot of people's roles. A lot of charities, the only reason why they can give people roles is because of grants that they apply for. Exactly. So how are they going to be getting paid a big money? No. So the point I'm trying to make is this. If you're solving... Isn't this a capitalist ideal? If you're solving issues, you get paid for it. Yeah, if you're solving corporation issues, not if you're solving... If I'm, so if I'm solving social issues, if I'm reducing the amount of violence, if I'm reducing... That for example, prison yesterday on the news they said that there's 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 gonna be a lot of rapists and thieves and stuff that will not be sent to prison because the yeah, prison issue that. is is maxed out at the moment. If I am helping you solve that, if I am helping you solve social matters, if I'm reducing homelessness, if I'm reducing child food poverty, these are think think about it, right? No, I agree. During the pandemic, loads of companies, fraudulent companies were created to sell masks, right? <laughs> the Tory MPs, 
did what they needed to do to siphon the money to their friends and give those contracts to their friends, right? Because they were solving an issue. Most, a majority of the masks that were sold or uh, sold, sorry, or handed over were not sold. It was just money just handed over to people freely. These times, people are going to the government to say, we can solve your issues. You give us this money. Don't waste it on, or don't give it to your friends that have no interest in this. You give us the money. But the government will hold that money. And now these charities that are doing the hard work. I can understand to agree your point of the, the theme of charity. But I think that's where it gets abused because charities... A lot of charities, especially the ones, whether it's sexual trafficking, whether it's for cancer research, whether it's for family support, whether it's for children with leukemia, whatever type of charity it is, generally the aim is to solve an mm -hmm. issue. Mm -hmm. They just don't get the support. <clears throat> Why I'm saying I feel like they're teachers is because teachers, they do such a hard job. Mm -hmm. When parents are not there, teachers Agreed. kind of happen to fall into that category. 100%. In a sense, if we're being very honest, education sector is, is also very charitable if we're being very agreed, honest agreed agreed so but it's just that it's 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 owned by the government or it's it falls under the government remit so what i'm saying is that i just feel like hard the point is about to escape me so when you said teachers i was like i allow teachers let's let me use the example of people that work for charities but that's when you went to and say charity they just do it for passion I feel like a lot of people do. I did not say they just do it for passion. But what if we I'm rewind saying, it back, that's why I've been. <laughs> no, I think there's certain jobs that you know that you're going. That what my my general point was that there's yeah. certain jobs that are for passion, right. and there's certain jobs that you do because you you want to make money. Mm -hmm. And charitable jobs are not the jobs that you enter because you want to make money. That's the underlying point that I'm making here. So if they don't this do it, who should do it? If they don't not, do it, who should no, do it? No, because I feel like you're hearing, you're hearing what I'm saying and your head is hot because you're like... No, Mark, if they don't do it, who should do it then? a debate about whether or not they should be making more money. Of yeah. course I think they should be making more money. Yeah. But I'm saying that people know that these industries, these sectors are not well paid. Because I, why I'm asking these questions, because then... It's the same for public sector. Unfortunately... If you're entering the public sector in any facility, you know that you're you're taking a you're, you're taking a cut versus the private sector. So okay, so people that work in public sector, right? People, um, civil servants, right? Mm -hmm. But it, is it not they're they're doing it because they want to help society? And they should they absolutely be paid more money. Yeah. But the problem is, public sector is never going to have the same amount of money as private sector. Public sector is relying on our taxes. That's how it's funded. It's taxes. And the government. And they have to make that stretch across the NHS, across the education system, across across local councils, across charities. The pot is just never going to stretch that far. Because even when people are like, teachers should be paid more money, they absolutely should. Yeah. And we need to do something about it. But it's like, where's... The answer is raise people's taxes. Because I, everything, know, I, government is entirely funded there, by the though. public. The money and sometimes, is there. Sometimes it is, because obviously we see with the government... When they want to find money to spend on something, yeah, the they money will find is the there. Money. Let's be so very the money honest. is there, but at the same time, everything has to have public justification. So it's not like they what, can just what just and, and that's the thing. What why why do you need to justify why why teachers of all people like when we're, we're not saying I didn't say we're not saying accountants. I, we're me, not saying I, agree. I get what you're saying. Project managers. We're not saying business analysts. I agree, but, 
the teachers. teachers have to eat from the same pot that the doctors have to eat from. They want more money. The te- they need and deserve more money. And we need to, obviously, the whole system needs a reform. I'm not saying that I have the answers. But what yeah. I'm saying is, if you're looking at it objectively, yeah. the reason these people are really having to fight so hard is because the government then has to think, okay, where are we going to get this money from? Are we taking it from doctors? Doctors are complaining. Are we taking it from these people? Like, there is money. Don't get me wrong if they really need it. There's money. For, there's, and also, the way the government works is each um, arm will have its own budget. Yeah. So the Ministry of Defence will have its own budget. budget yeah, Ministry yeah. of Education will have its own. And obviously, they will allocate it a certain type of way depending Local on where priorities are. Yeah, so yeah. It's, it's all a very complex, like, equation. Yeah. But, okay, so going back to the, the thing about, you know, being in a situation where maybe a lady earns a considerable, um, considerable amount more than a guy. Than a guy. I'm. I can't lie. Yeah, I'm pressed more because, for example, yeah, because does in the world that we and I think I know the answer to it, but in the world that we we live in, essentially, what the society we're living is living in is basically saying or dictating that people should no longer go after their passions because it's not sustainable. You can't live off your passions. I agree, and it's. I do think the pressure is both ways because there's pressure on men to right. pay all the household bills and pay all the mortgage yeah. and let the woman like have like my money is our money and her money is her money type of situation. I, I still have a point to get to with that, but yeah, let's. Adjust. But then there's also pressure on women because certain women will will not will now want to curb limit themselves because they don't want to cause a situation where the guy his ego is paining him because the woman earns more than the man. Okay, let's... And I think okay. a lot of it just comes down to male ego because at the end of the day... Yeah. If 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 the male the man's ego wasn't so big, it wouldn't really matter because it's one pot of money. It's husband and wife. Is So 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 the women that are thinking this, is this... This is a preemptive measure. Is that a preemptive measure or are they in relationship with men that feel that way? Probably a preemptive measure. Okay. Because I find that... I've heard it before, but I find... I mean, you as a man... Yeah. Obviously, I don't know your situation. And we're yeah. not going to get into it. But yeah. let's say, hypothetically speaking, yeah. you were in a situation where your wife was earning triple more than you. Let's, yeah. even, let's even make it very dramatic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How would that make you feel then? Because I feel like, let's... Uh, I can't speak for a man. Yeah. So how's it, how would it make you feel then? And what, what would my... So she makes... Okay, she makes triple what I make. So I am working. Yeah, you're working as well. Okay, but she makes three times more. Let's say you're in the charity sector. Yeah. So I want you to teach us this time. Yeah. You're in the charity, <laughs> <laughs> charity sector. Yeah. So your salary is going to be capped at a certain amount. And let's say she is like, I don't know, let's say like a CEO of Oxfam. Yeah. Um, The only issue I have, and I'll be very honest, the only issue I have is See? if she uses, if she uses the three times her salary against me to try and make me feel less than a man. No, so 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 let's let's just say she's not doing that, but obviously yeah. because of the money. nature of the the household household finances, yeah. her salary is pretty much paying for most of the things. Yeah, I wouldn't mind. If I'm if I'm chasing my passion <laughs> No, I'm being very honest. If I'm chasing my passion, that's fine. If she's chasing her passion and she's doing something she loves well, she's happy about it. She doesn't mind. What if, it's what if it's not her passion, but it's making the money? It's making the money, but if she doesn't love it, then I fear that one, I fear or I will fear that at one point when she does lose interest in it or when things get on top, I will be 
on the receiving end of her frustration. And that's where I that's where I would have a lot of issues because it's kind of like you have accepted, okay, that you acknowledge or you, you know, let's not say acknowledge, you know I don't get paid as much, but now things are not going well at work and now I'm on the receiving end of your frustration because you make more than me. That's where I that's where I start to get a bit I don't mind the more. That's the more is not the issue for me, but it's if the more makes you change how you look at me, how you speak to me, how you respect me. <laughs> so, that's where do you think is. that's what a lot of women in those situations are doing? That's that's where that's the conversation that I said that I want to get to, because I've had this conversation in four twelve men and in other men's forums, and there seems to be a strong group of men that actually feel like when women make more money that they begin to change and disrespect men. But is but and is I, that I, I want to know what how I women feel. Is, I want to know how women feel. But yeah, sorry. Because what on. I want to know is, is that proven or is that just how men feel because their ego is telling them that's what could there potentially happen? There have been happen. instances that in, in these different forums that men have shared this kind of stuff has happened. So it's quite interesting. I have heard of, I have heard of some and I know of some as in, second first hand first hand yeah first hand um situations where i i've seen so i will say judging by that tweet that went viral on twitter by ashley louise yeah and a lot of the responses to that tweet yep that does clearly seem to be a situation that women would get into but in my get into as in how like, basically, the, the responses to that tweet, like I said, Ashley was just like, well, just because some of you are doing 50-50, that could never be me type yeah, of thing. Yeah. And a lot of girls were agreeing, like, yeah, like... And even, like, you saw it with, like, Crept. And when Sasha was, like, outside about he pays half the nursery the fees, nursery, and someone right, was like, right. I'm not splitting nursery fees with a millionaire. Yeah. So you can definitely see that in situ... Like, some women's attitudes are in situations where if they're having to pay more, you can definitely see them being disrespectful. But I think it depends on the woman... It's weird though because you you don't like I, this is where I'm get confused because you kind of you're fighting against like the conservative gen um gender role idea where you know women pays less a man takes on more mm-hmm. he pays but house. then at the same time and like, at the same do, time then if the, if the roles were reversed you would be doing you would basically be doing what a man does yeah no so I it's agree. reverse I, I don't know if that exists but it's like reverse patriarchy. Yeah, I, no, wait, reverse patriarchy does not exist. Okay, it doesn't exist. <laughs> like, are you saying that because it's not? It, there's it not can never exist. The way Why? society is set up is is patriarchal. It's just like it's just that's just never gonna happen. Well, in, in the Western world, there are there are matriarchal societies. Yeah, Ghana is an example, but even then, it's not the matriarchal. It's not necessarily about the money. It's about like the values and how they see women. So. Yeah, but that's but that's what makes the society. That's what makes and their even in those ecosystem. even in those societies, misogyny is still prevalent. So, yeah, I'm, I'm not saying that it's, it's not it's not prevalent, but but in some the misogyny is actually not the issue. There are actually some like who are not like reading about rural communities like villages and stuff like that that are matriarchal, for example, and that's not like like men respect and value women, like they see them as goddesses and stuff like that yeah but these are not general west they're not popular yeah, western rural. cultures but yeah that's that's just a side note there are some i just because i don't want people to think like it doesn't exist in the world there are actually some <laughs> there's there are some cultures or civilizations or whatever you want to call it that actually are matriarchal 
But yeah, I've, I, going back to the point, if the roles were reversed, we would see, um, or some women will end up doing what men do to them. Yeah, no, I see what you're saying. Basically, what you're saying is that, like, it's almost like women want to eat off. It's like you want to enjoy the benefits of not working. Yeah. And making money. Yeah. And your husband paying for everything. Yeah. But then at the same time, you don't want to enjoy the benefits because you also want to kind of like, I don't really know if I'm articulating myself properly, but I get the point that you're making. It's like yeah. you, can't, you can't have it both ways. Yeah. I think that's my challenge. And I think that's where some, where a lot of men are beginning to see. And to be fair, I think that some men, it is an ego issue. It's kind of like a preemptive defense mechanism. If exactly. a woman makes more, I'm so just here to defend myself exactly. from any form of shame that's going to come in the picture. But as much as that is said, and that's real, there are instances where women have been like, yo, I'm the main breadwinner. Keep quiet. If I tell you to look after the kids, <laughs> but I look also after think, the kids. No, but I also Cantor think shaking his head. Have, a you, lot of the <laughs> have you heard of that before? Yeah, so you you see? No, I've heard of it as well. So, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm not yeah. saying you're wrong. I'm no, not I'm, I'm just saying I've I've seen it because I, I think sometimes women are, sometimes the from their like perspective, it's kind of like, yeah, um, men don't, men just don't, can't, men just can't accept that women can make more than them. But it's like some men are against it because of what they see or maybe of but what they But I think in situations like that, sometimes as well, what we fail to consider in these conversations is when women act like that, it's probably coming from a place of insecurity or fear in the sense that it's like she's probably going out, working nine to five, making money. Yeah. And then she now still, but she's still coming home. She's still cooking. She's still cleaning. The man is, what are you doing? It's like, and I think that's where the resentment can stem from. It's what? like, no, but what if the man was doing, doing anything in this house? Yeah. On top of that, yeah. I'm doing everything and I'm making more money. It's like another blow. It's like, no, but, no, but what if, if he is if, cooking and cleaning though? If he is, then yeah. obviously then it's a different situation. No, but no, but what if it's but, like, no, if I if I'm the breadwinner, I I say what runs in this house. You have. I don't think you've considered that piece. What do you mean? Because so, you can, you can look after the kids. You can wash the plates. But it's like, if I say that you should, if I say that you should go and take out the car and take out the rubbish, you should because I'm the main breadwinner. <laughs> no, but no. Let's no. no I, let's be I, honest. Okay, the, because the, the, there are men that are just like, like when I tell you to cook, when I get home, you must cook for me. And I and when the roles are reversed, there are women that are like, I've come home, you've you've cooked for me X Y Z, but you might have to hoover the house. No. You have to do this. You have to do that. And the guy's like, bro, are you taking a mic? And she's like, ah. So who, who brings who brings the bacon home? That one, I can't lie. I've seen I've seen a few instances. And I'm like, bro, so women can behave like this. So I'm like, is it because of money? Maybe it's the it's frustration money. of working and going out every single day that's doing all of us. So the pressure of work can make people do that. Bro. Because but when men do it though, and a lot of men do do it. Yeah, fair. And this is even no, what but is that is that is that, is that the pressure of work? Out. Is that the pressure of work? A lot of the time, it is. Or is that just is that just like misogyny or patriarchy? It's both. At work. It can it's work. It can make it worse. Is you're it? going to work. One silly manager is telling you you're not doing good enough because men have egos. They're going to work. It's not working out. And then they're coming home. On top of that, their wife might not have cooked. or She's burnt the dinner, and they are now taking out your frustrations from work on her. It's the same thing. Yeah. And then you're not saying, ah, I've been out all day. What have you been doing? You've been sitting at home, not considering the labour that the woman is doing at home, cooking, cleaning, protect, looking after children if you've got children. It's the same thing. Yeah, but I, I slightly feel there's... 
I, I slightly feel that there's a difference in the sense that I think that when a woman may come into power, there's, okay, I'll use a, I'll good, use a good example and I've seen it in the workplace. So thank God not with me, but I've seen it in the workplace where, where the environment might be dog eat dog and I've seen some women managers get into power. They're worse than men. Yeah, I've seen it too. I would never want that woman Even to be my manager. Women, I've seen it too. They're more yeah. wicked, they're more wicked than the male managers I've seen. I'm like, what makes you... I understand it's dog eat dog. But then I feel like in the, I feel like in the corporate industry for women, some women might feel like they have to be that certain type of way because you really feel like you're competing with men and like, right. you know, there's so much maternity leave. Um, you might have done maternity leave. You might have done this, that, and then you feel like you have to prove yourself. Right. So I do feel like it's slightly different in the... In the <coughs> I'm not excusing or justifying yeah, that yeah. behavior, but I feel like there's certain reasons why sometimes men, women, feel like they have to be that way at work. Right, but then I, I, I feel like some if if we break if we were to break it down, I feel I feel it's it still boils down to power and authority, and I think in the home as well. That's why I'm making a point because still is a it's a power thing when you when you are making more money or you're making you're making the majority of money or let's say you're the sole breadwinner or you're the main breadwinner. There's a power, there's a power situation there. And I think that some men struggle with the whole, especially if you bring it from a, if you then throw in the Bible into it, it's kind of like, if I've been socialized to feel like the head of the home is meant to be the breadwinner and now I'm not, I have to already deal with that and reconcile some things. Now a woman is in that position of power financial power let's be very honest people when they they when they reach certain heights financially they switch up on you even it doesn't even have to be husband and wife black people let them touch small small six figs let them touch small (laughs) one one mil you see the power switch up do Do you understand and i feel like i think that one of the that's one of it's that power thing it's that is she gonna exert power over me where I feel like I'm not a husband but I'm her subject boy but then that probably comes down to egos because that's what women that's basically how women live the majority of women live day in day out so why has it only now become problematic when the roles are reversed because men have egos and they don't like it I mean this is in in an instance this is in an instance that men use finances and don't get me wrong, I agree to a strong extent. Like a lot of men do use finances as a, I'm the main breadwinner. Duh, 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 duh. But I think, I don't know. I think it's I don't. I'm I'm in two minds because I feel like that's a very our parents' generation sort of thing, which has seeped over into our generation. And I think, but I'm not sure if I see that much with Gen Z. I do. I I think I millennials think are a bit we'll split with Gen Z because. They're still a bit young. They are, but Gen Zs, for example, Gen, there's quite a lot of Gen Zs getting married now, though. What uh, age does Gen Z start from? Gen Z is, I think, they're 25 and below. Oh, yeah. I mean, these are all, like, new marriages. So we'll have to, I yeah, think so all the we'll new have ones. to see in the next five to ten years kind of, like, how that, that all plays out. Well, inside marriage, but, I mean, their rhetoric outside of marriage, I think, even though getting into marriage will change a lot of things, but I think their rhetoric outside kind of shows a shift, I yeah, guess. Yeah, they're a bit more audacious, generally speaking. Right. So. And they're not, from from what research shows us anyway, is they're not 
I don't think they're as keen on gender roles as much as millennials, baby boomers and other, other yeah, generations agreed. above them. So that's where I'm just like, okay, cool. But for millennials, I think there's a there's a strong divide. There is. Some are more leaning to the Gen Z side. Do you know what it is? Still... I feel like with millennials, we're, we're that generation where obviously we very much hold on to traditional values because that's what we saw our parents kind yeah. of try to play out. And I yeah. think a lot of us still aspire to that. Yeah. But then at the same time, we've inherited a bad economy mm-hmm. and a bad sort of like, like, I feel like we've just been royally screwed over on so many different levels, like in terms of, of economy, getting on the property ladder and things like that. Yeah. So therefore, there's also that motivation to want to make money because we inherited a very different environment to what our parents did. So then yeah. trying to make those traditional gender roles fit into this current economy yeah. is a struggle. And I think where the millennials are, like where we're balancing both, that's where it's all coming from. Yeah. And I think that's just a good place to wrap it up because I just looked at the time I didn't even realise how long mm-hmm. we've got it. But, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, I think to conclude, <laughs> Iman, I, I know we can never, <laughs> I don't think it's, a, it's something I can I can conclude well enough on. Yeah. I don't think we can ever reach a, at least not in this one episode, these two episodes, we're not going to reach a conclusion. Yeah. But I would like you to end on some final words of positivity and things that you think that we can be working towards um to kind of heal in terms of this gender role situation and then of course a scripture um to wrap it all up okay um so the gender roles thing i think obviously from a scriptural perspective i mean we didn't like dig we didn't do like a deep dive into it because i guess we'll kind of focus on on current topics but in terms of of gender roles i think that (coughs) if we look like from the beginning, we see that God has created man uniquely and God has created women uniquely. And there are similarities and there are big differences. And I think we have to embrace the similarities. and We also have to embrace the differences. We don't have to focus, or I think sometimes in the world that we live in, especially as believers, we try and focus, we place a high part emphasis on the differences so much that we forget there's similarities. Why well, say that? And I think point. Jesus comes to reconcile this when we get saved. Jesus comes into the picture and we see fruit of the spirit. Fruit of the spirit is not, it's not gender specific. It's not one patience is for men and this is for, <laughs> do you get what I'm saying? It's very much fruit of the spirit is applicable to men and women. But then you look at things like Paul's instructions to husband and wife. Husband, love your wives. Wives, submit to, your, to yourselves to your husbands. So there are some unique instructions that are given based on strengths, but also the need. The strength, men have the capacity to love. What we're seeing in society may look like it's the opposite, but Paul's instructions to husbands or Jesus' instructions to husbands through the Apostle Paul, I think it's a call to dig into something that God has given men. I don't think love... And its expressions should um, be only attributed to women. Men have a be- men can beautifully express it. Jesus shows this by giving himself, by giving his body. So I think that men re- need to recognize what does the Bible show you about your male frame and how to express that, not just to other men but to women. Women, wh- what does it say? What does the scripture say for you? 
aside from being like Christ, which is where the similarities will be between the genders, what are your unique and in like innate gifts that God has put? There's a beauty to s- submission. There's a, you know, when, is it Paul or Peter that talks about, you know, women being modest, like, and it's not just the adorning of yourselves, but in spirit and in soul, all of that kind of stuff. There are, there are things where, is that, was it Timothy? Was that Paul to Timothy? I can't remember. But yeah, it's, it's one of those ones where there are unique characteristics that, that God has given to men and women. And we just have to submit to that, what that looks like in the role of a household. You know, the bin bags and this, that and the thirds. These are modern things. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I don't think they were arguing about bin bags back yeah, in those days because they didn't have bin bags. We're in a privileged situation. Who's taking the kids to who's taking the kids to nursery or who's paying for kids to go to nursery? Once again, these are first world issues. These are 21st century issues. What we've got to look at in 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 a home, what strengths has has God given a man? But then at the same time, what responsibilities, God given responsibilities as a give has God given a man to be the priest of his home, to be the guardian of his home, to it's not even like I think patriarchy says that you have to be the primary provider, but I don't think scripture necessarily places a focus on uh, or emphasis on like providing financially per se. Mm. I think there's so much. Why I say that is because if you look in the beginning, God gives Adam everything he needs. So God is the provider, not Adam. Yeah, that's true. God actually provides a space and says, "You, I'll, I'll provide you a space. You just look after this and your wife is going to come alongside you and help. Yeah, so I feel like that's, that's the point. home situation. God provides the context and then God, like as a priest of your home, God gives you an instruction. God gives you vision for your home and he gives you a wife to help support that narrative. So that, but that's in the context of marriage. There's many people who are listening to this are not in marriage. So, anyway, let me not get into a sermon. But guys, folk like our focus should not be like on ah, but the woman must and the woman must and the man must and the man must and and choke ourselves into taking hard positions where scriptures don't even necessarily give the hard positions outside of the realms of submission to husbands, husbands loving their wives, X, Y, and Z, women submitting themselves to elders. Same with younger men submitting themselves to older men, which is a scripture that I wanted to read. Um, also want to say empathy and sympathy towards one lover. <laughs> that is very key, guys. And especially and men to women, you may not understand women's plight, but as you speak to them and you understand and you hear what they've got to say, be willing to understand and not shut down their narrative. Same for women. As you're speaking to your brothers, be willing to listen. At least be willing to listen. I know you are frustrated. Many of you are frustrated. We've been listening. We've been telling them, but they're not changing. I'm praying and I pray for men that God will not just give you understanding, but God will give you the grace to actually start acting stuff out and stop being lazy and passive. Because that's one thing that frustrates me about my fellow mankind. Being lazy and passive. You'll be told once, it's like you want to be babied into the will of God. God is raising men that are going to stand up and, and actually fully step into his will not having to wait for women to tell you stuff but it's just an understanding and women what you can do for men pray for them if you're tired if you're frustrated please pray for them that's the best thing you can do don't give up on them don't give up on your brothers pray for them encourage them especially the ones that are doing well the ones that are you know that you know that 
are exemplary men. Big them up. If you've got f- f- um, friends that are single, try and link them up. You've got bros that are doing well. You've got sisters that are single. Try and hook them up. Same way for the mandem as well. You know your bro is single. You know good single sisters. It's your responsibility. <coughs> Do games now and see what happens. <laughs> God is using bro gabs once a year. Summer <laughs> is, is summer um, Julian and Fest or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and, and that works. So finally, I'll say this, that um, in this day and age, um, especially when it comes to the gender roles and responsibilities, like let us... Let us not be driven by worldly ideals, especially as believers. Let's not be driven by worldly ideals. And I say that to say that in a world that's so fleeting with ideas, opinions, philosophies, it will always change and the posts are always widening. So for us, like, let's stay focused. Let us stay like single vision in the sense that let scriptures guide us, let Holy Spirit guide us, and not let's not be tossed to and fro with ideas and all philosophies and bloody bloody blah. So with that said, I'ma read a scripture which is in Titus uh two. It says, um why has this come up? It says in Titus chapter two, verse two. It says, teach the older men to be temperate, worthy of respect, self-control, and sound in faith, in love and endurance. Then it says, likewise, teach the older women to be reverent in the way that they live, um, not to be slanderers or addicted to too much wine, but teach that which is good. Then if I go to verse 4, they can urge younger women to love their husbands and children, to be self-controlled and pure, to be busy at home, to be kind, and to be subject to their husbands so that no one will malign the word of God. And that verse five, I want want to make it very clear because people use that and say, oh, women are meant to stay at home. No, but women play a key role in the home and that should never be overlooked. As much as you're a boss lady, you're doing your thing, your role in in your house is very important. Amen. You know, so don't overlook that. And then it says in verse six, similarly, similarly encourage the young men to be self-controlled. Men of God, young men, please be self-controlled. We don't need to be wilding out in these streets. In everything, set them an example by doing what is good. In your teaching, show integrity and seriousness <clears throat> and soundness of speech that cannot be condemned um, so that those who oppose you may be ashamed because they have nothing bad to say about you. Period, guys. So what it simply, what the scriptures is saying, a few things there, but ultimately it says this. Older men, men in positions of power and authority, be good role models to mm. those that are coming in the wings. Mentor, as Ora said right at the beginning, mentoring needs to come back. Bring the young bros through the, like, come to my yard, come play PS5, let's go out, you know, for a drink, let's go for food, whatever you need to do. Rally the young men under your wing. And same with older women. Rally the ladies. Do sisters night. Do pajama party. Do whatever <laughs> you guys do uh, brunch in. Um, I don't know where you guys, <laughs> where you ladies do brunch. But do brunch. Do something. Get rocker. the young ladies on. Huh? Rocker brunch. Rocker brunch. <laughs> All of the brunches. Like, do, do it. Get the young ladies under your wings. Like, And for me, what I love about God is, I feel like, especially in mentorship, I feel in a Christian space, 
the idea of reverse mentoring, I think works very well. There's a lot of things. Don't just see mentoring as I'm taking stuff from the olders. There's stuff that you can pass on to the older ladies um, that they they would love to have. It could be knowledge about the sector you're in. It could be you might teach them a few moves that they can use at home with their husbands. It, it could be about technology. It could be about loads of different things. Same thing with, with the younger man. There's things that you can teach the older men. So don't just see it as a one-way thing. See it as a two-way thing. And I believe God will bless us as we do so. So on that note, that's me done. Preach over. But yeah, it's an interesting conversation. It to has be been. Fair. And I think you've summarized that really well and um, given us lots of deep thoughts. So yeah. we shall leave it there. Thank you very Catch much. Catch on the flip side. Peace. Yeah. Share your thoughts and feelings if you've got the time. Sit back and relax. Tell me what's on your mind.